We plucked two voices from the air. M smiled for the first time since Bond had entered the room. We got voice prints on Baraj and Abu Hamarik. It appears the latter organized the event. They coded it Operation Win, incidentally, and Hamarik's trying to plant or compromise someone either already serving in Invincible or on the staff of one of our visiting admirals, the ones to whom you, 007, will act as nanny. Delighted, sir. Bond's lips curved into one of the cruelest smiles M had ever seen. Later, the chief was to say that, to use a biblical expression, Iron had entered into 007's soul. He was not far wrong. Bond's thoughts turned to Napoleon again, and he remembered that he had also said the love of country, a spirit of enthusiasm, and a sense of honor will operate upon young soldiers with advantage. Not only young soldiers, James Bond considered, but naval officers with a history of matters secret as well. Many people in the intelligence world who knew Bond were surprised a month later to read in the London Gazette, Bond, James, Commander RNVR, relieved of current liaison duties at the Foreign Office, promoted to the substantive rank of Captain RN, and returned to active service forthwith. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex podcast, the show where we discuss rejoice. Rejoice. And sometimes suffer. In the entire James Bond phenomenon, in all of its shapes and forms, even Garner books, from Fleming to the films, and everything in between. Oh. <sighs> I'm one of your hosts. My name is Edgar. Um, I'm one of the hosts. I'm, my name's Matt. Good evening, Matt. Good evening. Yeah, it's, it's, it's night, actually, and it's uh, middle of the week. It's Wednesday. Uh, it's funny. I just, I, I last night? No, two nights ago, I did the Halloween episode, and we're talking about a scary movie, and it's the middle of the afternoon. I feel that <laughs> episode should have been done tonight and this one a month ago. But anyways, um, but, I have... You know, speaking of Halloween, I mean... <laughs> Speaking uh, of scary things, it, it, no, no, not scary, but you know, I, I, they they just released a new um, Hellraiser uh, film, which is about torture and pain. And mm. what we're gonna discuss is, um, please, Matthew, oh. no tears. It's a waste of good suffering. <laughs> I do like the original. I have good news and bad news. <laughs> Start with the bad. Start with the bad. We have six more Garners left to go. Oh man! The good I, news is I used to be Captain Positivity about Gardner, but now <laughs> this this book actually killed it for me. I'm oh god, sorry. The title of which is "Win, Lose, or Die." Just die, die, die. It, well, uh, James Bond did that recently, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not according to the uh, final uh, credit, but <laughs> oh, right. Um, this is the eighth uh, in John Garner's. Oeuvre uh, of 16 in total, but uh, pre-recording conversation said, oh, mathematically, let's just not count GoldenEye and License to Kill. <laughs> so eight out of 14. Uh, and and it, it, it's, so we're more than halfway. The good news is we're more than halfway home. We only have six more to go. And I don't know about you, but November recording? What am I talking about? I'm not really kind <laughs> of recording in uh, November. Um, so... You came into my castle uh, this <laughs> evening a little bit distressed. I thought it was the studio. Well, the studio is in the oh, castle. In your castle, yes. yes. Obviously, on my private island. Uh, <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah. And actually, the location of the island is not too far from the mainland, so it's kind of like Crab Key here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, but you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, and thankfully I have uh, bone and fleshy hands. <laughs> Good for you. You came into my humble domain this evening a little bit distressed. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things, uh, and I'm, I'm quoting you uh, word for word, is that you completely forgot the, <laughs> the plot to win, lose, or die. Uh, you know, we always joke about that, but I've listened to the audiobook <laughs> twice and then finished a second time. But uh, that book, man, is and I don't want to remember it. 
Well, I'm gonna like I'm actually now. glad that I'm struggling <laughs> just to. Okay, what just happened there? I'm bored. I'm bored. Just uh, oh, okay. Let me go back. I'm bored. I'm bored. It's fading from from mm. my memory, and I wanted to go away. But well, for the that's not gonna happen because for I'm the purpose the of the show, <laughs> please tell me and the listeners. What the hell happened in the win, lose, or die? I should warn the listeners, especially our, our and I'm sure we have one or two, our <laughs> listeners that are keen fans of Gardner and haven't read Win, Lose, or Die yet. I'm going to go into neck deep spoilers here. Neck deep. So, so if, if you're precious about your Gardner, skip it. <laughs> there are probably people who are precious about Gardner, but uh, even they have to admit it's these are lesser works. <laughs> but mm. anyway, let's, let's spoil this thing rotten, spoil please. Rotten in more ways than one. Um, win, lose, or die. One night, a massive Japanese oil tanker called the Son of Takashani is traversing the Strait of Hormuz near the Persian Gulf. Out of nowhere, Terrorists launch a technologically sophisticated attack, but it win, quote, win, end quote, with gunmen dropping from an aircraft high above, gliding their way down to the vessel equipped with heavy firepower. The Japanese captain boat defends itself admirably, vanquishing the assailants. What they don't know is that Operation, quote, win, end quote, was but a training exercise for a larger scale endeavor to be sprung later down the road do i have your attention uh, i guess so that's the best part of the book so uh, if you're our listener you can actually it's the first stop, five pages <laughs> stop listening to our show and don't read this book oh boy uh, james bond 007 is called into m's office in regent's park yeah yeah i know again uh for an if only an author came up with a bond book that didn't have james bond in hmm. if only if only we had access to yeah. the book. <laughs> James Bond 007 is called into M's office in Regent's Park for an unexpected promotion. He is to return to the British Navy as captain. He's also assigned air fighter pilot training before being stationed on the HMS Invincible. A state-of-the-art aircraft carrier. Don't know why I paused. MI6 has sufficient intelligence to believe that a new terrorist group named BAST, B-A-S-T, plans to follow a top-secret event of utmost importance only known as Land Sea 89, 89 as the year, which will occur on the HMS Invincible near Gibraltar. BAST is apparently a three-headed viper with its head a snake, a man, and a cat. These are code names, of course, for the people running the show. No one knows what any of them looks like, although Viper is someone who goes by the name of Bassam Baraj, B-A-R-A-D-J. At the Royal Navy Station, 007 makes the acquaintance of First Officer Clover Pennington, I actually called her Clover Pennington, <laughs> Clover Pennington, a Wren, W-R-E-N, or Women's Royal Navy Service. She is to lead her group of female officers on the Invincible during Land Sea 89. If she wasn't enough of a distraction, Bond is nearly killed during one of his Harrier training runs as a missile, or so he firmly believes, is fired at him and nearly hits its mark. Mysteriously, no one can confirm that any land, sea, or aircraft was equipped with the missile that almost obliterated the secret agent. <laughs> almost obliterated. I'm, I'm making this as sexy as I can. Jeez. With his cover blown, but I love this. With his cover blown, Bond and MI6 believe that Maybe someone working for Bast is on the inside, is working on the inside. Pardon me. M orders his best man to stay on the lowdown during Christmas holiday on a small Italian island at Villa Capricciani. There, the protagonist's usual luck keeps up. More women and more danger. His host is British-Italian Beatrice Maria Derici, or as you confirmed in the audiobook, Beatrice. Oh, God. <laughs> she, um as she says in her charming accent. Sparks quickly fly, but so too does gunfire, as another attempt is made on Bond's life. Once more, he must be on the move. But on the morning that he and Beatrice are to leave, their car erupts in a ball of flame, incinerating the female agent. Our hero finally makes it to the HMS Invincible for the final stage. Stay with me, Matt. The final stage oh, of preparing Land 89 as it turns out, the operation is in fact a, quote, stewards meeting, end quote, between 
none other than Mikhail Gorbachev, British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, and U.S. President George Bush. None Senior. of them are alive today. But wherever Bond goes, danger follows, as one of the American security agents on board is horrifically murdered. Luckily, 007 is, is flexibly skilled. He goes from super-secret agent to fighter pilot to Navy captain to impromptu Sherlock Holmes as an investigation leads him to discover that Bast is, in fact, on board. Worse still, my... My, my Gentile friend. Mm, well, well, sorry. Can you start over? Because I was not paying attention. Pennington. <laughs> you remember her? Pennington. Paddington? Like the bear? Paddington bear is an unlucky clover operating as Bast's cat. Oh. With three of the world's most important leaders held captive, Bond, the British SAS, and U.S. Special Forces make a sneaky assault on the Invincible. I can sense your blood is boiling. The Bast agents on board, all of them the Wrens, as it turns out, are vanquished. But Bassan Baraj is still loose nearby in Gibraltar. On Gibraltar? In Gibraltar? On Gibraltar. Near Gibraltar? On Gibraltar. With on. Gibraltar. I guess if you're inside Gibraltar, you're with Gibraltar. <laughs> Technically, with Gibraltar then. Beatrice, who had faked her death to keep Bast off her scent, assists 007 on the final leg of the mission. They give chase after Barrage into the caverns of the island's mountains. Ultimately, the underground roads lead to a former mock city neighborhood, formerly used as a training ground for army forces. Just as it seems that Bond is done for. He, he's gone. He's done. He's finished. He's going to get his shot with Barrage holding him at gunpoint, like I am doing to you live mm. on this show right now. Thankfully, Beatrice saves the day and his life by shooting the, the, the villain from behind. Their mission complete. It's, we're done here. We're, 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 we're stopping. The mission complete. Bon and Beatrice. Be, be, I can't even say it. Beatrice. Beatrice get to continue the fun and relaxation they had during Natale back at Villa Capricciani. I want to say his credits. So, uh, what what do you think about? Uh, can we do our recommends right now? Uh, so I have about twenty talking points. Oh, op- What did I write? Opening thought. <laughs> I can read my own word document. I mean, where do we want to? I have a few things, but do we? Do, I I feel especially more for you than than for me. Uh, I feel you have something to get off your healthy chest about this book. So just, uh, just spit it out and, and, and let me have it. Let I the hate, listeners have it. I hate being negative. So let, let's start with the positive because uh, there, there's not much in there. I was, God, uh, I actually liked the setup. The setup, like the first scene with the, the mystery setup mm-hmm. with uh, the attack on the to- ta- oil tanker, yeah. with uh, the ang gliders and the goons that jump and... Yeah. That's I'm like oh that's exciting mm-hmm. that oh, I hope this comes back in a more <laughs> um, extreme way because that's that's pretty cool like Anglider is trying to and no it doesn't come back and it's pointless and it just to set up the mystery of the the attack but that's the best thing if if Ian is is uh, listening <laughs> and then we we both know they're not but if I had to pick something from that book to use in a future movie. That's actually not a bad action sequence. Well, don't Bond and Jinx sort of use that? I mean, they're not terrorists. Yeah, but, but... <laughs> the way it's featured here, it's an army of Anglider. It's it's more uh, extreme than mm-hmm. Diana the Day. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, it's much more extreme. I also thought that that would come back into play later on in, in, in the book. But I guess the argument, you know, if I were to play devil's advocate for a moment, the argument is that, well, since it failed... It wasn't the best idea, so Bast doesn't True. do that later True. again. But it's a waste of a good action sequence. It's funny you say a waste of a good action sequence. You know what? We'll, we'll do our best to to be positive. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. This is my only positive point. Are you only positive? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm gunning for this thing. How long is this thing? I'm, this I'm, thing is I'm, I'm, 246 pages. How I, long is the audio book? Uh, six you know you can with audible you can change the speed at which the book was read so the <laughs> second time it, it, yeah it's pretty uh, the second time I, I i put the like the first time i listened to the regular but i put that 1.36 just so so it goes faster and it, the, the book doesn't last as long it's not as painful um yeah i mean the first time i was like oh god this is so boring i i i've i've read that character he's done that thing again 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, as, as we were joking around, but there's three girls. Yeah. There's the girly banks. There's yes. the evil, the evil one, yeah. and there's the one that that uh, gets killed. Yeah, there's a poor uh, soul I didn't mention in my plot synopsis, which was long enough as it is. Uh, Nikki Nitkov, I can't remember. Ratchnikov Rat- or whatever. Uh, Nikki uh, Kalashnikov. Nikki the Rat. Nik- Nikki Kalashnikov. She's one of the security agents for Gorbachev on The Invincible. Yeah. And I couldn't quite pin why Garner had suddenly included her in the story. Because we don't get to The Invincible uh, until like the final third of the book, say. Uh, the first third is sort of a training. The middle third is the the villa on the Italian island during uh, Natale. And the final third is the Invincible. And oh, all of a sudden, this Nikki character shows up. And she, let me tell you something, listeners. Like, if you want to avoid yourself the trouble of, of, of reading the book, which which neither of us think is great. Uh, you know, she's, spoiler, she's all over Bond. She out, she all over Bond. Uh, and then she just gets shot in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I would make some crude jokes and sort of do a bad Russian accent, and but uh, you know, uh, it's, it's not even worth. I'm not even in, that interested in. Oh God! I, funnily enough, when you said you wanted to start with the positive, and you had a sequence in mind, uh, for whatever reason, maybe it's because it's the sequence I preferred. Uh, it's when we leave most of the action and go to Villa Capricciani uh, and uh, for your... Christmas the Christmas vacation yeah, Buon Natale yeah it's it, it's point that, that's a pointless dev- deviation for that it, it, it feels like it's just added to stretch the book to whatever length he, he, he had to make it uh, the the book is comprised of let's stress this a little bit more let's stretch this a little bit more let's make that sequence a bit longer let's have that character that Bond bangs for a reason <laughs> Uh, let's add a, a, a pointless uh, guy that gets uh, his identity uh, stolen to infiltrate the oh, boat. Man, I forgot that guy in the plot. Yeah, synopsis. I know. I, I, I was like, oh, you forgot that, but <laughs> it's completely pointless. That character mm-hmm. is introduced, uh, gets his, his identity taken. The guy rep- who replaces him gets found out immediately as almost uh, when he gets into it onto the chi- the ship mm. and uh, gets killed. Yeah. Pointless. Yeah. I will go to bat for maybe just one or two of things because I, I, I didn't particularly enjoy this reading either. <laughs> you didn't enjoy your listening experience. I didn't particularly enjoy my reading experience. But if I'm going to go to bat for Garner for maybe just one or two things, one of the... <laughs> Why are you checking your watch? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> it is that uh, I, I'm not saying the end product works. I'm not saying that. But I appreciate the attempt to sort of structure the book in such a manner that Garner is constantly throwing Bond into a slightly different situation that he's not as accustomed to. Like He's not a fighter jet pilot, but he has to go to fighter jet training school. Is it a little long? Is it a little uh, techno babbly like Garner is wanting? You know to what? Do? Uh, I, I, I'll sh- you're actually right. Um, I think I texted you something about, oh, let's start th- this episode with uh, Danger Zone Danger by Zone, Kenny right. Loggins. Because yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's Bond in Top Gun. And, uh, he even gives like the thumb. Well, I guess you have to because it's too loud. But he it, even does the. Yeah, but up. I, it, like, I, I was expecting this to be a big thing. No. Well, he does fight the Spanish guy at the I end. I completely there. forgot. Yeah, yeah, there's a little, there's a little. Dog does he fight, fight him hand to hand or no? A no, plane? there's a dog fight. Uh, really? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I must have dozed off. <laughs> possibly, possibly. I was so captivated with this book. Um, but I, I will, I will vouch for Garner insofar as I, I think. My God, unfortunately, the poor soul is dead. But bless his heart. But I think what he wants to do with this book is to, in three different sections, no less. Uh, force you know by way of the plot force bond to do something that he just doesn't normally do he, he's not a fighter jet pilot uh he's rarely under the immediate command of a woman you know during christmas um and third you know he doesn't play wannabe sherlock holmes very often like there are little there are yeah. multiple sequential chapters where he is sherlock holmes basically i'm not saying the mystery is particularly interesting or that the 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 culprit of the the american in my plot synopsis who gets his like head almost slashed off like it's pretty obvious who did it i'm not saying it's well 
done. And I was like, oh my goodness, that person killed him? Um, but I appreciated the attempt. It's almost like every third, every sequence in this book is Bond under radically different circumstances from what he's accustomed to. I sort of appreciated that. <laughs> what say you? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about because to me it feels like a, a, a mishmash of things. That It feels part... There's a plane that disappears with with this pilot. Mm. Thunderbolt. <laughs> mm. um, there, he falls in love with a woman that, and they make so many references to uh, Unmashy Secret Service. She meet, they're having Christmas together, and he talks about his family, and he's like, he fall, he's actually fallen in love with her, which I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna quote the uh, Arrested Development, but her, her. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you on that. It happens way too quickly. And furthermore, and it, I, I find I, 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 I'm, I'm silly. Uh, I slapped myself bad, Edgar. Before you showed up, I wanted to go to my library to pick up another Garner. The problem is I couldn't remember which one, and I forgot to do it. This is not the first Garner book where he's like thinking of the leading lady as someone he might be able to spend the right. Doesn't one of them get assassinated at the end or something like that? Or does assassination attempt? Something like that, and so they 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 cut it. They cut the ties because it's like, well, our lives are too dangerous. Too many enemies know who we are. I don't remember. It's not the first uh, one because that's the little rich girl that throws the party at the end. It's not the second one because that's Felix. The ice amazing. cream one. I think it's the one with the first one with the Spectre, Spectre two point so. Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, it's not the first time Garner does this. I'm like, why? Look, hey. but the you know what there, uh, it's the Bond girl in that book and the Bond girl in this book are just as memorable. <laughs> Do you don't you don't remember that? I, I, oh, I understand. I, I don't. We can barely remember the title, let well, alone a character no. in a book we've read. Uh, God knows how mm-hmm. long ago. And yeah, this, this book, like I said, is that be, we're talking about be, be, Beatrice or yeah. as uh, the uh, guy on the audiobook says, Beatrice. <laughs> does he really put that much emphasis on no the... but it's, it's so annoying and Beatrice. he does the accent the first time first couple of chapters and eventually he drops it completely oh, well doesn't she drop the accent at some point she's like, I'm not, uh, if, i mean i'm half italian but i'm not full italian it, so i'm gonna speak like a if Brit now. she does in the book and it's mentioned i i miss that part <laughs> wow you really I and listen to it twice, and each time, oh my god, I, I'm I get so bored, and I'm. Well, let's get into. I mean, you know what? I, I'm suddenly less interested in my talking points. Oh, maybe we can get into a couple eventually. But I'm kind of. I want to dig deeper into your feelings. <laughs> I don't particularly like the book. I'm. I'm. I'm glad we're recording this to get it out of the way. But you seem to have. I go. Oof, man, this thing's awful. I, let's get into that a little bit. You know, I've point. read. You know, I've read so many bad books in my life that I finished, even though they 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 were pretty bad. And I've, you know, I've read novelization. I'm not a guy that reads that often i'm mo- and these days since uh, since uh, becoming an adult and uh, becoming a member of amazon and mm-hmm. uh, subscribing to audible mm-hmm. i really like audiobooks mm-hmm. yeah, like i get invested when it's well performed and the story is gripping interesting like i've read you know who does a really he's a good he's one of the best i've le- ever listened to for audiobooks william shatner oh he, wow like he does a few of his own um, autobiography, but he also <laughs> reads some of the Star Trek continuation novel that he wrote, <laughs> and he's he's great. He's got a great voice. He mm. performs characters, and you know, and and I and I've listened to other books which are read by the author, mm-hmm. and God, you want to strangle them. Like I had one book. It was about the making of the Bonfire of Vanities, and I like the the lady wrote the book. Oh. Read her own book and I couldn't listen to it. She she didn't have a, a particularly like a pleasant voice to listen. It's me. She had a very high pitched sort of well, voice. That's, uh, that, we're, we're I mean we're getting slightly off 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 topic yeah. here, but but ba- back not to- necessarily because it's this, one of my issues I might have with the book is that it's the same guy he's been doing uh, all the all of the Garner. Oh, I might be tired of that Possibly. that uh, that voice actor because. The Fleming ones you can buy, like the ones that are performed by professional uh, theatrical mm-hmm. actors. Mm-hmm. 
but these ones, I, I think it's Simon Vance. I don't remember. I, I'm not sure if he, he of the name of the guy. I could look on my phone, but I would have to stretch. It's on the table, and my end can't it's reach too him. Far. Uh, so I don't really care. But he does all of them, and I, I think I might. But also the book itself. Well, what is, um, you know, <laughs> one of my points was what do you like the most? You've shared that the opening sequence, and it is a pretty decent action sequence what's what's the main sticking point for you as far as you know the number one reason maybe not to read this book or to skip this book what what in particular really grinds your gears presses that button most of the characters are forgettable mm. uh the, the the plot seems like a mishmash of uh of multiple uh previous garner or previous fleming it doesn't feel 100% original. Mm. Uh, the plot is, it, it takes uh, forever. There's a break in the between. Like Christmas time, <laughs> it, feel, like, feels it, gets, like the, it feels, you can feel like the author st- like stretching, mm. like mm-hmm. uh, putting putting water in his ink to, 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 to stretch right. the, the colors. And, right. But you can, when, when there's, not, there's nothing, like it's not exciting to read. Like you want a, a a thriller, because I mean, it's it's meant to be a thriller mm-hmm. to, to excite you, entice mm-hmm. you, but it's become such. Uh, you know, where we did an we, I did an episode with uh, ed, uh, with Emery that I'm still editing. We talk about the uh, the Bond cocktail because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the Bond movies are have repetitive elements that come back in almost every movie. Sometimes the some elements are not there, some elements are changed, or not placed in the same order. Right. But it's, it's a recipe that, you know, it tastes like a Coca-Cola, but, you know, it might be made with... Uh, tastes like a cuckoo? Uh, 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 sugar cane, or mm-hmm. sometimes it might be, you know, maple syrup sugar, mm-hmm. whatever. Gardner's recipe is... It's not a recipe. It's all. It's a structure. Like he follows the same structure in the beats. I'm pretty sure that if you were to reread, what's the one where uh, the, the, with the assassins that are gunning for, for Bond the entire book? Uh, um, Let's find out. I have there's a cute little page here with oh. all the uh, titles. I think it's nobody lives forever. Nobody lives forever. I'm pretty sure when you find out that one of the the, the girls is evil, is the if you were look at the you were to look at the page count, it's probably <laughs> around the same. That's the one with the mutant, not mutant, but giant bat. Yeah. Like that? yeah, 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 in the bathroom. Yeah. It's a weird scene. Hey, it's crazy, but at least it's it's it was original. We've at never least, s- yeah. It's not paragraphs upon paragraphs of how a fighter jet. Uh, works I, that's one thing. Also, he's fascinated with technology. It, it feels. It doesn't feel like like Fleming. It feels like uh, what's his face? Uh, Tom Clancy. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Thank you. Yeah, well, th- that's this is not the first time we bring up this topic when reviewing a Garner. And some books, uh, it's not as bad. I, I remember, th- I remember thinking Nobody Lives Forever is okay, and and I keep saying I liked Scorpius, but again, it's been about a year. Uh, and Icebreaker is solid, um, so it's not like I don't like any of them. But one of the bugaboos that keeps kind coming bugaboos <laughs> time and time again. Uh, like an unloved season, is is his fascination with tech, which is fine in of itself, but then he goes into the descriptions, and it's very lengthy, it's very technical, and I don't know if it's because we hadn't read a gardener in some time, possibly, it could be a reason, but I felt in this one in particular, Win, Lose, or Die, he's doing a lot of no, uh, I, the term I use in my plot synopsis, REN, uh, capital W-E-R-N, uh, Royal Navy, uh, Women's uh, Royal Navy Service. Um, and he explains that in parentheses for a couple lines. Well, that's fine. Thanks for that information. Okay, so I know what Clo- I know what Clover Pennington is, other than being a traitor. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does that again and again, I, whether it's a gun, whether it's a plane, whether it's a boat, whether it's a secret station, whether it's a train ground, it's like blah, 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 parenthesis. Because back in the 70s, da, 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 oh it's like, God. I don't need, I, as a reader, don't need that much information, most of which doesn't really advance the plot. Yes. Uh, you know, just made me, um, there's, um, 
there's an old man feel to 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 it. like and it it's getting worse like the further we advance in, in his uh, uh, tenure in the of the bond license uh, the more you feel like yeah it's an old man talking to 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 his, to his readers so uh there's multiple times when he and again at one point he mentions that uh he talks about the fact that it, like if people were forced to go to an army they'd be more sort of manly <laughs> or something that feels like somebody in his like later years talk like, oh, isn't, uh, isn't bond thinking uh, that yeah bond but it's it's probably proxy it's the author the, the author I put think those that's a stretch. I think that's a stretch. When you're writing a character, especially a character, actually, you know, it doesn't even matter if it's a character you created or didn't create. But even then, it feels like it, but, it could be. I'm not saying yeah, you're 100 percent wrong, you're, but I think it's you know like what? it's 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 a good. I don't know. But um, does it 100 percent fit the Bond character? It would. To debatable, debatable. But that's that's one thing that like uh, that's the one that popped into uh, when I was re- listening to that. I was like, wow, that feels like. And there's there, there are the other things. I actually think that kind of fits with the Bond character because since that's his background and obviously he thinks he's awesome. He's pretty sure he's awesome. Yeah, but so if, I actually think that fits. I don't. I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna disagree with you. You know, I think that the the army is the only solution, and that people who don't. Yeah, it feels the. Uh, a little bit more, I don't know. To me, there's a you know that that character was created as a post World War II spy. Now we're in the late eighties. Mm. Like there's no way it's the same. Like there's a there's a different timeline that's been fudged. But a how much bit. of the character changes? And and I ask this seriously. Uh, you know how how much of the character changes because it's a different time. I mean, you know, this could trail off into a completely yeah, no, different podcast. I don't, don't, don't want to go deeper uh, than that. Uh, it's just that that's one thing. I, I, let's table that because it's not a conversation. I, that the book doesn't warrant a discussion about the character of Bond the philosophy and how he's adapted. No, no, <laughs> no. Not, 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 I'm not doing that for that book. Mm. Uh, other things that irked me, um, you know, the Bond girls uh, are... are, are God, I, I did not like that. But one thing, I think the thing that that irked me the most, I'm like, this is this is Roger Moore Bond. This is not Roger Moore. Oh no, no, no. Well, it's the um, the, the sort of the girls. Like it's uh, uh it's part um, octopusy, uh, not octopusy, pussy galore, and or flying circus. Because uh, all yeah, the uh, what do you call them? The R N E are women, and they're they're the ones who take take over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it feels it felt it felt so stupid. I have to admit, I didn't think about. I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I didn't think of it. At it's the time, very though, silly. But. Like not. It's not silly, but in the context of a bond, it, it, I don't know. It, it's it's so serious and at times, but that felt silly. And the thing you mentioned about the the the. the uh, the 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 attack that also irked me. Uh, the plane attack at the be, uh, beginning by the uh, the Sp- Spaniard. Um, Bond complains that he shot a missile. The plane disappeared, and you know I'm I've already mentioned Star Trek and William Shatner. I'm gonna bring back Shatner and Star Trek and Star Trek Six. Uh, at one point, the Enterprise is accused of having fired upon a Klingon ship, and to prove that the Enterprise didn't shoot, they go. And 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 the, do an inventory of every torpedo they have. Right. Why didn't do that? No, Bond complains. There's a you you would investigate a little bit. I'm well, like they, that's they, they do they do they say that the type of missile. It's I must have forgotten that part. The type of missile uh, that such an aircraft will be equipped with is not part of the arsenal of anything in the vicinity. It's just the plane that was stolen. Because remember the the Spanish dude takes off for his run because they're going one after another. He takes off on his run. It's a, it's a practice run. They're supposed to fire on something. And he le- this is the part I actually don't like. He leaves. How long can all of this take? He leaves. He goes off to like another island and then gets armored with that very missile that with which he shoots. But I, my major... Uh, quibble with that uh, sequence is is the timeline like how this sounds like it's taken a way too long for this to work but as far as the technicalities of it there, there is nothing in the vicinity that okay. actually has the missile that which is why everybody's that's 
I didn't want to get too bogged down in my oh, that synopsis. Book is but that's so why good. I, I completely missed that. Yeah, well, it's it's good that we're having this conversation because maybe there's some things you're complaining about that's like, well, hold on a second. You don't have to like the book, I'm, I'm, but you know, it's mostly the the structure that I feel like it's you you see the beats coming. No, the the girl, the Bond girl, blows up midway to the book. Mm. You know, she's yeah, going to show up dead. at the yeah, last. she's not dead. When she's, Bond, like, keeps thinking about her. It's just like, yeah. you know, she's going to show up again. Mm. I'm like, come on. And the other issue. Come on, uh, Gardner. Uh, <laughs> this is book eight. Let's go. Put a little, a little bit of effort into the, these things. <laughs> well, to, uh, that point you just mentioned bleeds into my next one, that being the concept of a main character who is not who they appear to be. It feels like he's done this. I mean, Ace, uh, then again, the plot of Icebreaker is still a lot of fun. And it is different Secret Service it's early in the It's early in his run, too. It's earlier in the run, so you don't feel the effect as much. But I feel like he... F- I, I don't know if back in the 80s, Icebreaker was particularly well-received. I'd be curious to find that out. And I wonder if, assuming it was, Garner decided, well, since that worked, I'll do it every time. Now, in this case, it's Clover Pennington. Irish Penny, her friends called her, if you must know. Um, they, you know, in this you case, know, it's the, or, or, I think our only description is that she's attractive and thin. <laughs> I don't know if they, they mention hair color. That's usually uh, mm. his thing. Like, oh, or she looks like an actress, but no, nothing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we. I, I suppose we can talk a little bit about the female characters, although you've already mentioned it in a drive-by, <laughs> a drive-by assassination, uh, character assassination of these of these characters. Yeah, it, it, this is a big, my two big quibbles, qualms, if I may, with Garner, among a host of other ones. Tech talk, can't stand it enough, too much of it, stop it. I'm not a tech head to begin with, so I am already not the target audience for this techno babble and number two under track reference number six oh is that a Tark that uh, when he's speaking about and it's techno babbles comes from Tark, mm-hmm. star trek i mean i'm sure there is a logic to it but i don't see it um and my second major qualm recurring you know this is almost like every single garner book is the lack of three-dimensionality of the female characters it frankly it's getting and I apologize to Gar- to the Gardner fans. Frankly, if they're listening, I apologize to the Gardner estate. It's a little pathetic at this point. Where it's book eight, guys. It's book eight, and he has not written uh, a an especially compelling female. Even the villains are. We'll get to them. <laughs> well, let's well, generic we're terrorist. There. We're there. Let's go. Generic terrorist number sixteen. I'm. 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 I've- God, man, the entire book, I'm like, who's the, what, what's his name? Oh, and then eventually, pretty late, they, they, they do a backstory. I'm like, this is the least interesting villain. Like, I think of, in all media, I, I think the pirate, yeah, I think the pirate from James Bond Jr., the pirate villain, I think it's, his name is Captain Plank, is a better villain. Captain Plank. Yeah, but I'm not even sure. I think it's Captain Plank. It might be, I might Wouldn't be wrong. Wouldn't that be like a self-defeating, like a self-fulfilling prophecy? I am a pirate and my name is Plank. That's not going to end well. I could, <laughs> I could look on my phone, verify it, but it might not Our be. James Bond Jr., Bond James Bond <laughs> Jr., walk the plank. Or you know, scum lord. The, 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 what? Yeah, there's, there's uh, you never see his face, but he's like Blofeld. He's called scum lord because they couldn't use a uh, specter. So the the organization organization that James Bond Jr. fought was uh, called Scum. Scum. Okay, I don't remember that. I know we did a James Bond Jr. episode, but I don't yeah. remember. A long time ago. Yeah, early days. Early days. Good thing we got that out of the way early. <laughs> but yeah, the villains. I'm happy you uh, finally brought that up um a little bit like with our female characters uh, i am not going to say that garner has an illustrious track record in creating antagonists although i do kind of like the greatest game of nobody lives forever i did i did think that was pretty good and i do i can't remember his name 
which is not a good sign. But I do like the baddie in Scorpius, the guy who has people everywhere and like uh, Father Valentine. But yes, he's, he's hey. got like six names. Yeah, well, you're this, fo- this guy has a lot of names. Yeah, too. I know, but it's, but this is uh, in the bad pile, in the boring pile, and I could understand. One of the issues, it's funny, you said, oh, who's the villain again in this? I, I didn't literally ask that question, but I there were long stretches where I was like, well, where is the villain? What is he doing right now? He and Bond never face except in the next to last chapter. That's it. He's always offshore. He's always in a hotel room. He's always listening to recorded ta- tapes of, of recorded uh Secretive conversations, top secret conversations. He doesn't do much, Basam. Barrage. <laughs> and it, he's like it's a, a barrage of boredom. He's he's probably he's, he's so no. Uh, his entire plot, you find out, is to get money, yeah. but not like millions, billions. Mm. You're not gonna be able to. This, we we've worked in the financial uh, mm-hmm. sector Not to an extent, yeah. To to, an, to, to uh, try to uh, um, deposit that much money in, you, I I think he, he would spend the the rest of his life trying to deposit money into multiple bank accounts trying using I, like that would be, and it's so I felt so stupid and. It, it it tasks you to believe that all these people are are, are, are these um, true believer mm. are that stupid that they don't see that the guy is doing that just to 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 mm-hmm. to, to profit from yeah. their their yeah. sacrifice. But so yeah, yeah I'm a the, the, the book tasks you to believe in so many things. Like it's mm. it's it's sort of a. a, a uh, a Chateau de Cartes. Mm-hmm, a house that, of cards. House of cards that eventually it collapses on this. It asks you to believe uh, in this, to, t- to take that actually. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this big mm-hmm. pile of garbage that you like. It collapse. It never. Re- re- it's stinky. You know, it's 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 like a, um, a, a, a when you make bread, it's like the mm-hmm. yeast doesn't ferment properly and the, the dough doesn't rise. It's uh-huh. it's just what it is. <laughs> like the dough is not rising. This this thing yeah. is just gonna be like a. Yeah, and it's it almost feels like the inclusion of actual world leaders at the time. Oh God. Um, feels like a bit of a. Jason would like that because Margaret Thatcher is in this book. Yeah, yeah, and everybody. But Jason, don't, if you listen to this episode, because I don't know you, if you listen to every episode we release that you're not in, uh, don't read that book. Yeah, never, no, never, read never, read ever that. read that book. But it does feature uh, someone who uh, I'm sure he thinks is a, would make for a great Bond villain. <laughs> uh, feels like every British PM is a potential Bond villain. But the the irony, I actually, you know what? I actually thought this was a little bit too on the nose because, like, Bond and everyone... By the way, Bond apparently has saved Margaret Thatcher in this timeline uh, on a previous mission. Okay. Uh, But Bond and everyone else... I wish I was reading that book. (laughs) That would be something. Why didn't you write that instead? Um, But Bond, as well as everybody else around him, uh, concludes that, you know, she's just a big old B-I-T-C-H. And I'm like... Mind you, this wasn't written in 2022. We're in 1989, so it's it's obviously contemporary at the time. Um, I I felt it was a little bit on the nose. I felt like, oh, you know, it would be like, um, I don't know. I write a novel. I wrote a novel between 2016 and 2020 that takes place in the United States, and like Donald Trump had a supporting role, and I make him look like a buffoon. Well. Yeah, okay, wow. What what remarkable creativity. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought it was a little bit too on the nose. I don't it's, understand why they're there. I mean, you can you can have Lancy 89 be their conversation at trois. I don't mind that. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Um, but like why are they actual supporting characters no, in this? It's, book? I, it's I it's rarely I hate when they bring the president or any real politician. You know, they've done done that in a few of the Jack Ryan films. Oh, did they? 
Yeah, I think they did with the second Harrison Ford film and the oh. the, the the Ben Affleck one. I need to see those, I guess, or not. <laughs> it doesn't. Sound uh, like actually, it. The, the the Harrison Ford ones are are are, are neat. Actually, they're they're all good except the Chris Pine. Chris Pine one, I didn't care oh, for it. Never saw that. Uh, but uh, another time, perhaps. Um, they've done that in well, Iron Man 3 as the president of the United States. Whoa. <laughs> MCU movies with me, it's like, I know oh, I I'm saw just, it. I'm, I'm, being, I'm <laughs> bringing a trope that I don't particularly care for because you know, it distracts yeah. me. It has me to believe, unless if, if it's, you know, we're doing a, a, a docudrama, but it's about the uh, Kennedy... Uh, White House, or mm-hmm. there's, we're going to cast an actor that's going to play John yeah. F. Kennedy, and I've seen a few of those, mm-hmm. and I don't mind. But when it's a fictional world and mm-hmm. you bring real politician, mm-hmm. unless if it's a comic book, I, it, it distracts me. It, it's really, I, I would think in a comic book, it's maybe even worse because then it's visualized. I'm like, oh, I, actually I have to see you know, I, I say that because the the one that comes to mind is when Superman died. Bill Clinton went to Metropolis to um, for for Superman's funeral. <laughs> I've, I've like I have such an eye rolling moment. I, I I haven't read it and I haven't seen it, um, but it sounds like an eye rolling moment. When I was a kid, thought I I thought it was pretty cool. Today, you know, I've I haven't read those books and in context. Perhaps you know they 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 did eventually um, elect um, the the DC universe elect uh, Lex Luthor as president. I've heard of that? Yeah. So I I think you know you can if you use a fictional character in a it, mm-hmm. it's so separated from I don't know it's, it's weird it, it's something that's weird and for Bond I don't think you 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 need to uh, you know what. I'm going to, but hear me out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, come, go ahead. I'm gonna come back and rejoin you. But it's gonna sound like I'm disagreeing. It's not a bad idea in concept, and I'll explain why. We just, re- well, just reviewed at this time it was a good few weeks ago, but we just reviewed with a mind to kill. Yeah. Oh, but you see, that's okay. That, I see your point. But that's clever. He's not a character. He's there. He's the mission. He's the bad guy. He doesn't have a discussion with Bond. No. Everyone's thinking about the good old times. Exactly. Uh, Khrushchev is is a tertiary character with a mind to kill. And tertiary is generous. I don't know what comes after tertiary. (laughs) Something we... Quarterly? uh, That doesn't sound right. He's a quarterly He's a character. cameo. He's, yes, he's a cameo. A super important one, but a non-speaking role cameo. Um, and it, Whereas this is like, oh, we're going to have these people talk and sound like they did. And oh, by the way, <laughs> Margaret Thatcher's a bitch. Like, ugh. <laughs> yes, we know. Thank you very much. Can we move on? No, you, you could have said, uh, oh, she's tough, but you know, she makes good... Uh, she, she, she makes good Christmas cookies. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. It's just that it there's something that you know humanize. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a novelist. Um, Nor am but, I. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's another uh, cut. You know, where this book is uh, dying from a thousand more than a thousand cuts now. Mm. But that's it's it's just another thing that's. You know what this book is. Uh, as a future landfill, no, but as a movie, and, and I'm going to say this as someone who defends this movie but acknowledges everyone's complaints about it, including yours. This is like the man with the golden gun of the Garners, it's sort of just running on fumes. It's sort of true, not true. really anything that interesting is happening. Like, I like the whole kung fu, and I like Asia, and I like Francisco Scaramanga, but I'm not an idiot. I, I get all the complaints about that. Movie. Yeah. This is like that. <laughs> True, I think uh, that's a. Uh, oh hello! Oh my God, I don't know who that is, but uh, is it M White telling us that? A pro- <laughs> you know what? We I just got a text message and it's M White. Oh. Is, it an, is it an audio message? <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's not. Oh, no. It's on my watch. It's uh, do we have Golden people everywhere? We have people everywhere. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> I'll tell you also where we have people in John Gardner, John Gardner novels. <laughs> So many people, so many characters, Lots all of most of them pointless. Mm. Do you like Clover Penningfield? Do you like Paddington Bear? <laughs> <laughs> I love Paddington Bear. <laughs> Clover right. Pennington? Not that, not really. Uh, we do have people everywhere. Uh, we're at uh, 
thejamesbondcomplex.com. We're on uh, YouTube. Search for The James Bond Complex. Subscribe and tickle us with the uh, thumbs up button. (laughs) (laughs) We have a Facebook page, The James Bond Complex. We're on Instagram, at The James Bond Complex. Uh, Jason's doing a pretty uh, shiny job. I think all of us collaborate on the Instagram. I I accessed it really just for the one event which we've talked about in the debriefing um and uh, where the heck are we we are on anchor.fm that's who hosts us you can also listen to us on spotify uh google podcasts uh you think i'm not gonna say them huh balado diffusion quebec uh belle province poutine and <laughs> nobody cares my friends i know they're not your friends um which actually irks me a great deal my friends at apple podcasts uh, search for the James Bond Complex. <laughs> Subscribe to the James Bond Complex. Leave a review. Uh, tell us what you think of... Uh, if you've read it. What's uh, it called? Win, lose, or die. Um, yeah, man. Uh, uh, discussions will happen off mic to determine uh, the future of... Uh, <laughs> Garner's future in this Garner's show. future with the... the uh, I have an idea that uh, I'll, 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 you know, I've had it while we were discussing... Um, the, the, this book, but um, TBD. TBD. All oh, my favorite letters. T, B, and D. Um, five Star Golden Gun Review. Golden Gun Review. And uh, give us uh, money. And um, on that note, just <laughs> money. as James Bond. I wish people would, would give us money, but no, we're <laughs> not there yet. Just that, well, I'm, you know what? I'm kind of partial to Bassam Baraj. Uh, I like it. You know what? I'm not really a terrorist. Um, I just in, want in my money. Heart, I don't think I'm a terrorist. I do like money, though. Me too. I like money. Money's fun. Um, so you know what? I think I just figured it out. Bassam Baraj is the hero. Without uh, further ado, uh, bonsoir, à la prochaine. Puis... <laughs> Honestly, hey, whoa, whoa. just as James Bond always returns, so oh, too yeah. with the James Bond cover. What's the matter with you, man? I, I, but <laughs> will Gardner return? Who knows? That's a good question. So, so toujours un plaisir, même ce soir avec un nouveau Gardner. But you know, I came in hot. Détrompez-vous. I, I I came in hot. I could have been meaner than I was, uh, but I wouldn't like. I'm I'm rational. Eventually, mm. just like I ate it. I'm, I'm, I'm when I'm reading a <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. I don't want to be a a neckbeard that just Neg- negative Normand. Yeah, neg- no, I love neckbeards. It's it's a type of neck people. Beard. On that note, James Bond always returns. So too will we next week with something. I don't know what. I never look at the schedule anymore. Yeah, that's, sometimes... that's become Emery's job, which I enjoy. Oh my god. Bye bye. Hasta la próxima. Ciao belli. Yeah yeah yeah. Bye 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 bye